I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We're jingling, dude. Excellent. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Quick Resume podcast, episode 64. I hope you're all well on this wonderful Sunday. Or if you're watching later, any other day in the week, I hope you're doing well then as well. Um, my name is Deck, and I'm joined by the evergreen, ever handsome. <laughs> evergreen? <laughs> I, I, I'm Tim. Hello. I don't know what evergreen means, but okay. It, it just means you're, you're, you're consistently vibrant. You know, oh, okay. Always. Good Age, you're unaffected by the dilution of time. Damn, man. I think that's probably the best compliment you've ever given me. <laughs> Thank you. You know, it's just... <laughs> It's just how I tend to feel on Sunday mornings. Um, so, if you're joining us live, hi, thanks. If you're joining us after the fact, um, you can find us on all podcasting platforms. And I don't usually do this, but I feel like I should because I've added it to our, our, our like YouTube description and our uh, like default descriptions as well now. Um, our jingle, if you like it, probably still playing right now, it is a bop. That's made by our friend Roscoe Fox. You can find him on Spotify, SoundCloud, other... Um, other music platforms as well even on youtube as well go and have a look he makes some very very good music um, and that'll be our outro so i'll tell you what if you wait till the end of the show you'll be able to hear it again in the background how about that that sounds like a good deal <laughs> just gonna click off and then click back on in an hour and a half yeah um so tim video games am i right what about those things <laughs> video games am i right i'll just end the broadcast yeah we're done um <laughs> yeah. yeah man video games um yeah i'm kind of in a i'm in a weird place with video games at the moment with dark tide ripping my nutsack off um just Jesus. the other week <laughs> and delaying and not even giving an xbox release day um i've kind of been floating in limbo like I, I do enjoy multiverses. So I'm still playing multiverses. I haven't had a chance to actually play it with you this week, but um, it's not the sort of game that's going to be my only game. But like, I can't full commit to multiverses. It's just not my style. It's I don't enjoy fighting games that much. You know, they they're quite. You know, oh, I definitely can. I don't know, man. They're, they're just a little bit too intense for me. I I always like to have something on the side, like whether or not it's. I guess. I, I don't know, and multiverses is quite similar. It, it's quite samey, and you like the the battles just happen one after the other after the other. You could literally play like, oh God, I I don't even know, but you could probably play like matches last no more than a few minutes, right? And and yeah. if you're just straight back in, so you play like an hour, and you're playing like twenty matches in an hour. Like that, that shit just starts to wear on you, e- e- like in e- even in like an hour. So I feel like a few hours on that game, and you've you you pump back so many matches, you know. Um, and I kind of just feel like I like to take a break from it. Um, so uh, yeah, so I've actually recently been booting up um, uh, 
Tales of Arise, which I've recently, uh, I was playing back then. I talked about it on the podcast a little bit um, way back when. Um, and I was literally just like, because I loved that game. And I was like, why did I stop playing it? I just woke up one morning in bed and I was like, why did I stop playing that game? And I was like, fuck it, I'm going to play it. And I literally just played it in bed um, for like two hours. Um, and then, yeah, just carried on playing it throughout the day. And I've probably done about 10 hours in like the last few days on it. Like I've probably been blitzing it. Um, nice. And yeah, it's really good, man. I'm having a lot of fun with it. Um, and I'm hoping I can take it right through to the end. Uh, it's hard to say with JRPGs because as much as I love them, and they're some of my favourite genre. They never fucking end. <laughs> they just never fucking end. Yeah, like they're, they're very hard to complete. Even if the JRPG is fantastic, like Persona and stuff like that. Like, Jesus, they're just so fucking long. Um, it's, it, it, it's like a marathon sometimes. Um, so, yeah, I've been playing that. And, um, and to be honest, that's about it. I've been playing Rogue Book on my Switch, um, which is obviously like a Slayer's Rogue Fire Book. clone. I was, I was searching for it the other day. I was like, Soul Book? Book of Souls? Oh, you should <laughs> I, have I couldn't me. find it. Because I think I was, it was... I was just like looking. I, I think it was on offer on the Switch store, and I'm not sure how long the offer was on for, so uh, you might have missed it now. Um, That's okay. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't rushing out to buy it, but I was just, I was just having a look because I couldn't remember. I just had like a bit of time, and I wanted to look. Yeah. It's... It's very... It's very good. I, I, I think it actually does some things better than Slater's Buyer. Um, which is high praise because I freaking love Slave yeah, It's high praise. Um, yeah. Slave Aspire. Oh my God. Yeah. It's oh just, my God. It's freaking fantastic, isn't it? It's, it's so, so good. good. Um, although I feel like if Slave Aspire were to just be like, oh, we're, we're releasing a new character and new relics and stuff, I probably would go back to that over Rogue Book. But um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's so good. And yeah, those are basically the games I'm playing um, along with Multiverses at the moment. And we kind of dipped our toes back into Apex as well because the new season is starting on Tuesday. Oh, God. I, <laughs> in all honesty, I wasn't vibing that hard with it. Um, and neither was Caden, who we were playing with. He was just like, I, th- I thought we were kind of done with Apex for a little while and stuff like that. He wasn't really vibing that much with it. Um, yeah. And especially as I know, like, this new character coming out, who looks really cool, by the way, is, like, exactly my play style and what I do in Apex. But one of our mates is just like, nah, I'm claiming her. I'm maining her. And it's just like, what? And he's like, I'm never giving it to you. I'm never giving it to you. And I'm just like, you don't even play these type of characters. And it's just, that's a little bit triggering, to be honest. <laughs> it's so funny. I love, yeah. like, gaming friend dynamics is so, so funny. Um, that new character is mine, but I mean, like, yeah, man, like, <laughs> we can't all play him, can we? Yeah. yeah, I mean, just share a little bit. Um, but yeah, um, it's rough out here, and it's just, yeah, that that did kind of trigger me a little bit. Um, and uh, and yeah, but I, I don't know how that's gonna go, we'll wait and see. But I, I don't think Apex is gonna stick this season, um. Although they have made some very interesting changes coming into the new season. Um, there's people but, yeah. like protesting the game this month, though. There's, really? people, like, there's like a whole boycott going on this month, yeah, of people like not playing the game. No Apex August. Hashtag no Apex August. Why? It's like no not November. I don't know. It might be like just the persistent audio bugs or whatever. I'm not sure. Oh, uh, um, okay. Yeah. It's a bit scuffed. The um, audio in that game. 
Yeah, for sure. Hi, everyone in the chat. We see you, David. We see you, Joaquin. Thank you, everyone. Um, oh, hello. I hope you're all doing well. Hi. Um, if you've got any questions or anything you'd like to add to the chat as you go through, I can see someone that was at Joaquin playing um, couples matches on COD. Nice. We played... Um, the, I think the last bit of COD that we played was... Yes. It was that doubles game mode in Modern Warfare, wasn't it? Yeah, it was exactly that. Yeah, we literally bought Modern, Modern Warfare Remastered um, solely because it had like a doubles uh, game mode. I love mode. doubles game modes. Yeah, it's so good. And I feel like we've kind of been chasing this this itch to have like a like multi-team back in our lives in some sort of fashion um well i've got some good news for you oh yeah is multi-team coming to halo infinite is it well doubles is in the next drop pod we'll we'll come back around to it but doubles is um coming up just after the next drop pod Uh, yeah it's it's on the on the official thing ranked and unranked oh interesting that's pretty cool which is nice, yeah. That is actually really nice. nice. Like genuinely, I'm, I might come back and and play that because I do enjoy a more slower pace sort of doubles style. Sometimes, I mean, not necessarily slower pace, but just like a doubles style. It's just, yeah. it's just nice. It's not, it's just not so chaotic. But um, well, we used to. Do you remember we played Smite a lot? Like we used to. Like was it every Wednesday? They what was it called on Smite? I can't. Like, uh... oh, it was. It was called. Um... Joust the, like road... Joust the two of us. Joust the two of us. Joust the two of us. I know we can make it. If it's try. just the two of us. Oh, it's so good, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's good. Um, yeah, I love that. I love um, doubles game modes. Um, it is funny, though, because you get those sorts of games where, like, uh, either there's the party size is too small for your group of friends or you know or it's too big i don't know sometimes it can get mm. really really difficult but I, I always love doubles because that way everyone can split off and do their own thing do you know what i mean you can just split into twos yeah yeah exactly sorted yeah no definitely um but yeah cool what what have you been playing this week man um what have i been playing um really yeah just multiverses i played with one of our friends yeah i played with Caden a bit earlier in the week we had a good time there i bought harley i've been playing a lot of harley quinn um oh, that yeah. character is a lot a lot of fun and she's like a vertical assassin very cool i don't know if other game like fighting games do that i mean i know they will they probably do but it's just very explicit in multiverse where they're like this is a horizontal this is a vertical character this is hybrid and i think that's very cool i think that opens the door for like very um like water type play styles and i think that's quite cool so like and it just means uh, you can mix and match the teams like if if you're playing like a horizontal wonder woman or something like that then you might need a bit more uh you might need a character that's better at finishing that vertical spike or something like that you know so i pick a vertical assassin like harley to go into it you know yeah but you know i think um i think lebron lebron will go really well into uh harley Oh really? Okay. He's, he's like a hybrid, isn't he? Um, yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, I've been having a lot of fun with that. It's really like um, re-energized. Um, not, not that I'd slowed down, but you know, it's just like giving me a lot more energy to keep playing the game, uh, yeah. solo and duos. Uh, and I've been playing Monster as well. Um, that, that's the thing. I was looking to get uh, Rogue Roguebook. Is that, is yeah. that what you said it was called? Roguebook. Yeah, Roguebook. Yeah. And I was just like. Uh, there's still so much I want to do in Monster Hunter, so I've just been like killing like Astelos and um, yeah. getting getting mad. Um, although it was kind of weird because I, I like went into an online lobby yesterday, and there were two people with like Japanese names, 
and they were really similar. And at the beginning, they would like they were like cosplaying in the game. They were like role playing, and they mm. would walk around together. They would like slow walk everywhere together. <laughs> oh yeah, they would like, the slow walk everywhere. Walk. Yeah, they would, and then they would like look, turn to each other, emote, and then like walk away, like to the to the merchant. I was like, this is I've stumbled into something that I'm not sure I meant to see. Um, Jesus, you're just wildbugging around, like, come on, lads, like throwing up (laughs) stickers, just breaking their immersion. Oh yeah, but that's been fun. I've I've almost got full set of Astelos. Um, I need needed one more damn scale. Got the mantle though. yeah, so that's that's been fun as always. Monster Hunter never gets old. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, I've I've been looking to still play play into it. Um, yeah, I've I, I hunted some solo Astalosses and got some Astalos armor and made like a nice little hybrid set. Um, and uh, yeah, I think we just need to just join up and carry on with the story, don't we? Um, start killing some more stuff because uh, I think the la- latest yeah. monster we killed was the Espinas, wasn't it? Um, yeah. I haven't done any of the new things like the Gormagala or whatever else is you know, yeah, the new stuff. That they want. Yeah, yeah. There's still there's still quite a lot of new monsters that we still got to do, and then obviously fi- finish off with the Malzeno. Malzeno, I think it is Malzenio. Yeah, oh, yeah. Little vampire boy. Yeah, whatever yeah. his name is. Yeah. So we um, sh- we should uh, we should go back onto that and do that for sure. Yeah, we we, we should we should. Um, but other than that, yeah, just those two really. Um, I don't think I played anything else. We, we pissed around with our mates, didn't we? On on Friday, we played Secret Neighbor, which I don't know why that game is still bucky as fuck. Don't What's play that about? Secret Neighbor. Did you, <laughs> did you have like the, a massive issue getting onto the game as well? I had to reboot like four yes. times. Yeah, and then yeah, it comes I, up with the the user license agreement that opens up in yeah. Microsoft Edge, and then. Yeah you can't accept it up there so you have to go back onto the game and then it auto launches a new tab every time you go back to the game so you have to like spam right on the d-pad as you're pressing back it opened up like 20 tabs to me and i finally managed to accept the i literally couldn't even open the game like what is that that's ridiculous i don't know i don't know it's really i spoke about this last week for completely different reasons but like this whole like pc xbox uh like disparity is really starting to trigger me i know this is like such a nothing thing but like just generally when things are made for pc and then pc gets no sorry and then xbox gets like a you know a really shitty version of it or it doesn't get ported well or it doesn't get ported ever or like two years down the line Mm. it's so so annoying like i get it i guess but i just wish the resources were more, more balanced for both platforms um, that was egregious that was but it's annoying because the game's like fun like when you're actually in it and playing i think it's quite fun but yeah you know. i mean yeah it, it definitely can be quite fun um but mate every, the moment it was suggested i was like no nah, that game's a buggy mess <laughs> and everyone was like oh i would have changed and i'm like no no still a buggy mess like i was so confident that game would still be a buggy mess and it was yeah um so, and I guess the other thing we did play because uh, it's it's a shout out to as a Games Pass game is a uh, Turbo Rocket. I, I can never remember this goddamn name. Turbo, Turbo Rocket Golf Racing. Yeah, that's the yeah. Is that it? I think that's right. it. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Well, we played that as well, and we played that back in the Insider program like a couple of months ago, three months ago now maybe, um, which is fun. Um, it, you know, it, it's in preview. It, you know, it, it needs more work. The core gameplay loop is there, but like the one thing that it, it is just really weird about the game is that it, it's dead quiet. 
There's yeah. no music when you're playing it. You could definitely use a bit a bit of music. Yeah. Or just like kind of more sound effects. The sound effects are just like really kind of just not really there either. Um Yeah, it's definitely a little bit weird. Um it has potential, but it's just it's clunky in weird ways. Like it plays really smooth, and I've never had like connection issues or anything like that, or like bugs or like, anything. Yeah, or no bugs or anything like that. But it just, yeah, like you said, the the quietness about it, and like almost the simplicity to it as well. It's like I feel like it could be more complex, and like maybe they're just going yeah. for that skeleton right now, and then they're gonna add loads of wacky shit in later, but. Well, they've they've got a load of um. Do you remember in the when we played the insiders thing? There are like cores you can unlock, which like modify your car or the ball or whatever. Some of them are silly. Some of them are actually useful. Most of them are useful. Some of them are silly. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the insiders thing, you unlock them as part of like you know the temporary just progression system. You know, level two, you unlock this. Level four. But now they've made it where like they're all challenge based, and some of them are like you know get a win to unlock one, and others are like you you have to get these purple stars and you can only get these purple stars by doing solo. And it's like, that is such a fuck up. Nobody's playing this game solo. Yeah. Like, yeah and like, actually, yeah. and because if they, if they were part, like if you were playing three or four games, oh, here's a new thing. I can like do a double jump now or like a triple jump. Oh, that's interesting. You play three or four games. Oh, I can, you know, my boost is quicker now or, you know, just, just things like that, you know, that mm. would like keep that loop fresh. Cause I'm with you. Like, you play three games back to back and you're like, I've just kind of done the same thing. Yeah. Um, there yeah. are items on the track, which is like a turbo boost, which replenishes anyway, like your turbo replenishes anyway, or it's like a homing rocket. And and that's it. Like there's yeah. no, there's not much variety in the item pickup. So there needs to be more item pickups, I think. To, so you can get a shield. Out of oh, shield. Yeah, good shout. Um, I think there needs, needs to be more of them. But I, but I do like it. I've got, I've got to say, I was surprised how quickly our friends got got bored with that I, it, yeah it does worry me their attention span sometimes but you know that's I fine i mean we ended up playing rocket league the same night and it's just like <laughs> yeah. i probably would have preferred to just carry on playing the golf one because it's still so somewhat new it's novelty um, yeah and rocket league is just i mean but like again our, like our friends are happy just smashing their head into a wall and playing the same game because they're good at it like because the friends we were playing with they're good at rocket league we're not so they were having a great time but me and deck were just like and they're they're just like mocking us and we're like we don't play this game guys like my hand feeling like a fucking pretzel around my controller like uh, what yeah there's no transferable skills in this game i i'm there was a point where i used to be quite good at rocket league ages ago like when it first came to content we played it quite a bit Mm. um i was i was quite good at it back then I mean, you know, I wasn't great, but like I could actually do stuff. And now I'm like, yeah. I feel like a crippled old man. Like I, I can't do basic aerials. Like I miss the ball. I can't shoot to save my goddamn life. Yeah. I, I don't know what's wrong with me. I, I always drive too fast in that game. That's my issue. I always, the ball always goes best. over me. Like I jump up <laughs> and, I, and, and I get the right height and I could hit it but I just skim underneath it. I'm always going that little bit too quick for the ball. I can't get like the pacing of the ball, right? Um, yeah. But yeah. I don't know, man. It's it's, it's always a good time, though. It's, it's yeah, always exactly. Time. I was literally just about to say the same thing. It's always a good time. Yeah. I do love yeah. it. Lovely. So I guess before we get into like the main stories, I just wanted to tell a very quick story, like a personal story. Oh, um, and like usually you might notice, well, 
in our graphic, right, for for our YouTube channel, for our Twitter, you know, we've got a graphic, you know, we've got an artistic representation of what we look like. And in those representations, firstly, we look very handsome. We look far Which more handsome. Well, uh... Well, uh, yeah, okay, yeah, fine. And and but the second thing, which is pertinent to the story, is that I'm wearing glasses. And if you watch the stream regularly, you know, maybe you listen, you're just a listener or whatever, you know. But if you if you watch, um, you'll see. Usually, I have my glasses on for the first few minutes, and then I take them off because I'm like, I'm like short-sighted, so not by much, but you know, I, I just like to wear them. Um, I went to Leamington Spa the other day, and uh, which is not far from where I where I live in in Birmingham. Mm-hmm. And the Leamington Spa happens to be where playground games are. So you might see on Twitter, I took a picture next to the playground games hub. Oh, nice. So zoomed in to the window, got a little early uh, early Fable gameplay. No. I've got that on my phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice, man. FBI chasing me down. Phil himself has sent personal letters. Yeah. I'm, I'm fearful for my life. Um, anyway, where I'm going with the story is... We left. I started getting sick, so my head was starting to get fuzzy that day. I'm still a bit sick now, but that's fine. And when driving on the motorway, people are flashing me. Why are they flashing me? I'm like, maybe people are just hot. You know, it's a hot day. Um, and people start... <laughs> I was in the fast lane, and people start sw- like going into the middle lane. And I'm like, are they going to undertake me? And then they don't undertake me, and they're just like... And then, three, two, one, I hear, <laughs> on the roof of my car... And my glasses go flying into the middle of the motorway. Oh my, my god! You left them on the top of your car, <laughs> and it, it's just so funny that I, like the people were behind me, like, "Oh god, like please do something! This yeah. is going to hit my windshield." <laughs> oh my god, dude! So, I'd like to buy new glasses. Um, That's rough, man. <laughs> which which don't. Well, I mean, I got two. Um, one of them's in a similar style to my previous one, but one of them's not. But yeah, it's it's pretty rough. Oh, we, we've all done it. I've I, I've left stuff on top of my car and, dri- and and driven away. So embarrassing. Um, so embarrassed. I've done it with like a full like travel mug of coffee. Like when I was going into the office one morning, and I literally just like pulled out of my driveway and heard it like, and I was like, I just walked outside and I was like, my coffee. <laughs> I was like, I need this to start my day, and it's all over my driveway. Um, yeah, we've all done it. We've all done it on the floor, like yeah, just... lips to the ground, <laughs> like like that scene if uh, Limitless yeah. Bradley Cooper's like sucking the blood off the floor. Yeah, spillage is leakage, dude. Got a hero. Yeah, um, this could be a nice segue actually, because we've got we've got a um a question here from from Joaquin. You guys see what's happening over at Warner Brothers? Films cancelled, layoffs, legit hemorrhaging cash. I bet my plums that Zazaloff, the new CEO dumps that gaming division have you been seeing what's going on with warner brothers it has been a bit wacky um i haven't i have heard rumblings but no i haven't looked into it extensively um well the first big thing was batgirl getting cancelled yes i did hear that that. i did hear that yeah the finished film (laughs) just just no no not happening that's ridiculous i I wonder if he'll get like a snyder cut sort of situation where it'll get get (laughs) released in some form like the director will be like what, what do they call it when you get like funded um like publicly a uh, kick kickstarter that's it i wonder if he'll get yeah. like enough money on like a kickstarter to release the movie or something um it's just so weird like what did they create that's scaring them that much does know. it breathe like, probably, is it sentient probably too many ass shots dude 
<laughs> yeah, like, they're oh, probably like this, this movie's actually crazy sexist. Yeah, it's just <laughs> it's, yeah. this. Uh, this is too yeah. This is too horny. There's too much lycra in this. Yeah, what have we done? Um, <laughs> yeah, loads of layoffs, and then I think unrelated. I think it is anyway. About the whole HBO Max thing as well. That's something that's been happening this week. Um, that they're folding into. Oh no, it's not because it's Discovery, right? It's Discovery Plus. I hope I've got that right. HBO Max are folding into Discovery Plus, and obviously Warner Bros. is Warner Bros. Discovery because of the merger. Um, and Discovery Plus is their new streaming service. Uh, you'll have to correct me, Joaquin, if I'm, if I'm wrong there, but I think, I think that's right. Um, which people are really upset about because HBO Max is known for being you know, quite a premier streaming yeah. service. With, yeah. we, we don't have it over here in the UK, um, but... I've um, cheesed it with uh, VPN. <laughs> you okay? Did you not? Did you? Did my mic pick that up? I heard something. It's just I, like I thought... the most mental, like the loudest car ever just went down the street. <laughs> my God, I actually thought like a plane was landing, um, <laughs> in your ear. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, I completely forgot what I was saying. <laughs> uh, we were talking about. Um, you said you cheesed HBO Max. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I cheesed it with a VPN once. Hypothetically. To, to watch. Hypothetically, you did hypothetically, that hypothetically. 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 Yeah, yeah, hypothetically. So hypothetically, yeah. watched, watched uh, Dune on release date. Hypothetically. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and it was hypothetically a pretty good movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. If if you were to do that, you would have thought it was a good movie. Yeah. Um. Yeah, thanks for the correction there, Joaquin. Yeah, renaming the streaming service to something that encompasses both HBO Max and Discovery Plus. Okay, so it's getting a new name entirely. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, I mean, no, there has been a lot of weird, a lot of weird stuff. Yeah, Warner Brothers is weird, and obviously it has it has generated the question a little bit of like what's going to happen to the Warner Brothers uh, like gaming division. You know, yeah. uh, people are. It's a bit worrying because you know if they are, I, I have to imagine that if there's a new CEO there and they're hemorrhaging cash this much, and they're looking at, like, right, you know, what do we do? The gaming division's probably the first to go. You know, you think about what Warner Brothers teams have been putting out. Not that much. Like, I mean, they have more... More combat? Yeah, they do. Yeah. Nether, Netherrealm is probably the only, like, consistent... Um, and Injustice and all those. They have. They're, they're, they're all big. They're, they're quite big in their fighting. Uh, but Injustice yeah, is... Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. NetherRealm is probably the only what, like consistent studio they have that makes a lot of money. The other thing being like Rockstar, which is like everybody's like this is a great studio, but like when they make know, the next generation game. is born, yeah, exactly before their next game comes along. Um, I need to remind myself well of who else. I think uh, Telltale game, Traveler's Tales, so the Lego games. Yeah, fair enough. I guess they 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 make pretty especially the most recent one. Oh, yeah. sure. they they yeah, they, they do yeah, but I mean. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of one of those things where if they are hemorrhaging cash and they are looking to uh, secure some deals, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if, um, you know, PlayStation or um, or Xbox are looking to potentially buy up a, buy up NetherRealm or do something like that. Well, I, mean, I think there, there are rumours right. of that in the past, even at, like, full price, let alone when it's in the bargain bucket, you know. There have been. And, and this this is a bit worrying to me because, like, this is bad timing. Like, if I'm Phil, I'm putting my head in my hands, um, you know, because because uh, of the Activision Blizzard deal still going through, I'd be saying that, oh, I can't believe this is happening now because they're, they're not touching other acquisitions while this is happening, especially yeah. with 
True. Antitrust, you know, all the FTC regulation and everything. Mm. Um, so yeah. I wouldn't, and I would absolutely not be surprised if PlayStation are looking up, looking at this for one of their final big buys because they're also looking at, supposedly, they're looking at the Japanese studios at Square Enix. Yes. Yeah, they are. Um, so, yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Um, but I reckon people are looking at this. I reckon this is these are conversations that are going on. Yeah, definitely. And it, it, it's a good buy as well because um, PlayStation for a while now, have, I guess they've been more more seen as a fighting game console. Um, even though I feel like fighting games were literally were started and made it big on Xbox in the first place. But, but um, yeah, to, to buy up and like get into the realm and maybe, you know, get those games fully exclusive will just solidify them as, a, you know, the fighting game platform. Um, and Xbox doesn't really have an answer to that, like a response to that at all, um, apart from Killer Instinct, which nobody wants to take. But... <laughs> God rest their soul. It's it's yeah. Supposedly it's not dead, but who knows? It's a, it's a long way away if, if it's not. Yeah. All right. I think we should probably get into the news because this is, this is a good segue actually. Um, yeah. With yeah. talking about WB. So, I guess I, I just want to ask you quickly, Tim, if you if you heard about this, I'm, I'm more than happy to give you the lowdown. Um, but did you hear about what happened, which was essentially? all the big publishers, including Sony, giving their thoughts on the ActaBliz acquisition. Yes, yeah, I have I have heard of this. Um, just sort of, yeah, them, them basically just doing the rounds. Because um, doesn't it have to, like, be passed through, like, them or, like, countries or something first? I don't know. That's um, right. It's got it's to go through... Um, uh, I, do you know what? I don't know what it is like which countries are selected for this <laughs> i'm assuming it's not like a nato thing uh but yeah it has to go through a lot of like main um you know developed countries so brazil is in there europe's in there north america obviously the uk um and the brazilian government god bless them were like well what does everyone else think which is a, which is a good question isn't it you know yeah. I, I don't know that they'll be saying i don't, I don't play video games you know it's just, they're saying you know what, what do you guys think essentially and this is all on public record mm-hmm. so we got public answers from big publishers we got it from warner brothers we got it from ubisoft we got it from sony we got it from epic uh and and the the long and short of it is that everyone was pretty much okay with it everyone was like yeah cod kind of has rivals and competitors yeah it's big obviously um, but it has competitors, uh, and it it will probably be a bit a bit disruptive, but it'll be okay. Whereas Sony's comments on it were very like, COD is a genre of itself; it's untouchable. We couldn't rival this if we wanted to. Hmm. Um, and it's just very really interesting because there's no point us trying to take away from just how big COD is. But I suppose they're looking at it from a different point of view than we are, you know, the, the business and the industry and everything. Um, and they're Sony, almost to the point of exaggeration, almost. Obviously, they're trying to down or up play, I suppose, the importance of the deal. Because they yeah. don't want this to get... 
you know, there, there's a conflict of interest here. You know, they don't, Sony stand to lose the most of all the publishers from this deal going through. And that's yeah. undebatable. Um, you know, even from top down basics, they won't have marketing rights to COD anymore. Mm. It's true. And I think it, it says a lot. I think it says a lot. There's a lot of different directions that you can go from this conversation, uh, but I just, I found the whole saga really really fascinating. Um, other, you know, other publishers uh, sort of said they didn't know enough about it. You know, Google was on the list as well, so was Apple, Bandai Namco was there. And, you know, some of them said yeah, like yeah, you know, it's, it is a big deal, um, but uh, it, like there are competitors to COD, whereas Sony were like COD doesn't have a competitor. Um, so what do you what do you think? It does. COD has competitors these days. Not not even within like the exact same genre. I mean, I would consider something like Destiny Two to be a competitor to COD these days. You know, like it doesn't have right. to just be a you know a first person shooter multiplayer only experience that competes with COD. You know, Destiny is like a hybrid RPG, and I'd say that competes with COD. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if you did like a a uh, some research some marketing research in, in, into it and found out that probably quite a large majority of cod players also enjoy destiny 2 um and stuff like that um i think the player base will actually be quite similar between those games uh, and then you've got battlefield sure they shat the bed with their most recent release but they're still a competitor with card they have some some brand um <laughs> some mm. some brand issues now going forward Ooh, yeah um but there's there's plenty out there um and i don't know man i mean cod's still gonna remain multi-plat right that's been stated before as that it, 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 it's it, phil said he wasn't gonna pull it from playstation and stuff so basically they they lose marketing rights which is a big deal right but it's not like we're we're pulling it and making it an exclusive like yeah i don't know like <laughs> I just don't know if it's like a weird bit of projection. Do you know what I mean? That they're scared that Xbox won't hold true to their word. Do you know what I mean? Because that that would be devastating. Like we can't understate that. That if like yeah. Xbox decided tomorrow, like the deal goes through and they're like, "Fucking tricked ya, fucking yeah. tricked you, didn't we, idiots, dummies? You think we thought we'd do this? Yeah, that would be devastating. Like I, I think uh, I'm pulling this number out of my ass. Like I'm pretty sure I saw it somewhere. That no, I'm not even going to say the number. But then you know, card sales are make up a huge chunk of revenue for playstation yeah like huge like massive yeah. we're yeah. talking billions um you know once you factor in microtransactions and sales and everything um so like it's just a bit it's just a bit funny to me because the only company i've ever known and and this is just maybe there are gaps in my knowledge here to be dishonest about exclusivity periods is you. is sony <laughs> Right, our oh, Final Fantasy one-year exclusivity, <laughs> and you know, the, and and how and who have been hyper aggressive with exclusivity deals. You know, for example, Sony locking away and in you know, Sony. This is just an, you know, there's loads of examples of many, and I'm not I'm not turning this into a console war thing. I'm not doing it, but we all know Sony have been very aggressive with exclusivity periods. That's just a fact. Like you don't have to go argue back and forth. Yes, Xbox are very aggressive with it back in the 360 days. That is true as well, and that sucked as well. But one of the things that, I, that stands out in my mind is, do you remember in Modern Warfare 2019, an entire game mode was locked away yeah. for a year? It's a yeah. survival game mode. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So, 
I think it's quite funny that so the spokesperson for Sony in this case are, are quite on the edge of their seat about Xbox not being honest or being too aggressive with exclusivity here. Um, now that the you know, now that they've kind of opened the wallet to to make this sort of move. But yes, you're right. Like Phil is already on. Uh, on the record saying yeah well, i mean we're gonna keep this multiplayer i mean yeah but maybe that's not entirely they're, they're not scared necessarily of of them pulling the rug from under their feet and be like jokes it's not actually multiplayer like i think they're equally as scared with just the fact that um it become regardless of it being multiplayer it being on games pass will make it a console seller for xbox far more than playstation right yeah and that in itself almost identifies it as like a pseudo exclusive kind of because it's just like it's kind of free with games pass and it's just like that's it you know the 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 console exclusive is losing value man it is because like when you're when like not that Xbox has done a good job for the back end of this year, but if you if you told me that Xbox had three big games lined up for day one Games Pass, let's say, you know, Midnight Suns, Gotham Knights. I mean, they already have Plague's Tale, so let's just say it's Plague's Tale as well. Mm. I, I, that, that directly impacts, like, my appraisal of the value of my console. Do you know what I mean? Like, the, the, the reason that somebody wants to have an exclusive is because they're like, oh, it justifies my purchase of this console. Yeah. But if, if there's stuff coming to Games Pass, then I get it for an incredible value instead of buying it. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like that, you know, that really softens the blow of a lot of exclusive. It really takes the wind out of the sails a little bit. Um, and it's pertinent when we're talking about how Sony are kind of reacting to this. Which, I mean, you can kind of understand, right? Yeah. Yeah. Then naturally they're going to be defensive. They're not going to just yes. pop, like party popper and give us a cake and congratulations thank you for taking our revenue (laughs) but yeah um, yeah it does come across as a bit i don't know just (sighs) desperate i guess and um and like you said they've been very snaky with what they're doing uh, and what they have done in the past as well i mean and i think i don't think you can say either company um, Sony or Microsoft, um, Sony or, or, or Xbox are like as they're as bad as each other. I don't think you can say one's worse than the other. You know, we've you know, like you said, in the 360 days we've done it, and then PlayStation have been doing it for quite some time now with 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 a lot of timed exclusivity on their consoles. Um, so yep. you know, we're on equal ground here. Um, we bought the studio we're trying to buy the studio you know we have the resources to do it it's it's kind of i don't know i just don't i don't see an issue with it personally um but yeah it's it's just business and i, and I really hate exactly. that i really hate that phrase like i think that's a really lame way to like justify like shitty behavior yeah but it is it is just business but that's the fault of business that's exactly. not the fault of companies. Does that make sense? The fact that yeah. we have so businesses with so much power and we have businesses with more money than like countries, like that have higher GDPs than countries. Yeah. That's the fucking problem. <laughs> like it's not like so anyway, I'm not gonna go down that road, but like that, you know, that's how we get to this point where 
people are battling with money for users and engagement. Exactly. Yeah. So um, I just wanted to pull a few quotes here then. I guess just, yeah, just because this was really, really interesting. Um, there are a few... Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, Sony believes that none of these developers could create a franchise to rival Activision's Call of Duty, which stands out as a gaming category on its own. That's why they believe that Call of Duty is so popular that it influences users' choice of console. In fact, their network of loyal users is so ingrained that even if a competitor had the budget to develop a similar product, it would not be able to create a rival. So, again... I don't, I don't think that's true. Like, especially it's, especially when you've got kind of, like Apex is probably the closest thing right now in terms of like a competitive PvP game, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, I would say. In terms of like popularity, general, uh, presence. Oh, well, I guess, but I guess that maybe they're more comparable because it's a first person shooter. Yeah, no, I suppose you're right. I think that probably does count. Um, Yeah, but yeah, those, those are definitely... Yeah, those are the ones, really, yeah, that are competitors. There, there's there's so many competitors. I mean, you could even argue that CSGO right. is still so big and that game is 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 old now, you know, like and yeah, like Valorant, all these games, they're all equal um competitors, you know. If if not bigger, um, in some ways. Yeah. So I, I I don't know, man. COD isn't the the giant it used to be. I think I think uh, Sony a little bit. I don't know. They're kind of stuck in the past and and using. Maybe they're using like a lot of past figures to kind of bolster those statements as well. Because COD has been I... in steady decline, I think, for a while. It has been in a steady decline, but um, you know. <laughs> we just need to be careful because it's just a big blind spot for us and obviously you know probably the people listening to the podcast you know the, a lot of us well, i want to you know the, the engaged minority whatever the, the hardcore gamer um it cod tends to be a bit of a blind spot for us and you know we, should, we shouldn't forget that it is still massive but i guess i guess maybe what i wanted to just double click on was what, what they kind of mean when they're saying competitive when they're saying like nothing's competitive do they mean that nothing like a game isn't as good in quality because that's like plainly not true <laughs> and yeah. or do they mean just simply that the productivity nobody can cr- have the same level of productivity in which case that's just a numbers game activision has like two thousand people six teams working on cod for out a yearly game so that's you could do that if you clumped yeah. all your teams together and just made one franchise on a on a, on a treadmill exactly. yeah I don't, it falls apart quite easily, I guess, is maybe where I was going with that. Yeah. No, I, I, I'd agree, yeah. <clears throat> so the other side of this, uh, and then the final part for this kind of story, is that they also mentioned subscription services um, and how they kind of felt about that. You know, does that impact, does, you know, does Games Pass essentially make this move anti-competitive? Um, and they said that they agree that subscription services compete with games purchased for a one-time fee. You know, in other words, people will wait for a game to be free rather than buy it sometimes. There is an overlap there. Yeah, um, yeah. But they think that the lowest upfront costs of subscription services could be anti-competitive in relation to publishers who recoup the significant investments in games by selling them for an upfront free, upfront fee. 
They also said that Games Pass has grown to capture approximately 60 to 70% of the global subscription services market. Hmm. That market share is even greater in Brazil, where Games Pass represents approximately 70 to 80% of the PC subscription services market. They believe that it would take several years for a competitor, even with substantial investment, to create a rival effective for Games Pass. So, it's a bit of a mess here, but I'll try and break it down for you. Mm. Subscription services might be anti-competitive. They might not be. Games Pass too good. Games Pass bad. Here's our subscription service. <laughs> like, are they bad or not? Like, what? Do you know what I mean? Like, it just, it you always... just launched one. <laughs> yeah, it always comes across as just Sony just being a little bit of butthurt, right? They, they I, I don't know, man. I, I don't want to sound like I'm just taking Xbox aside and I'm just like a console. War. I know I'm an Xbox gamer. Oh no! But it always sounds like they're just like, oh boohoo, we don't quite have the resources so we shouldn't allow it at least we shouldn't allow it until we do have the resources to do it and then it's just like i don't know man it, it always just comes across that that way i don't know you, you can't just be like i don't know i can't I, I can't just go up to someone who has a mansion and just be like it's unfair that you have a mansion when i only have a flat you know like an apartment so you you shouldn't have your mansion i don't know <laughs> I'd be happy to do that, <laughs> but but can continue with your yeah. analogy. <laughs> but like, I, I don't know. It, it, at the end of the day, it's it's just the way the world works. It's money. If you had the money, you you have more. You have more opportunities. You have more things you can do with it. I mean, yeah, it's just the world work. How how the world works? I don't know. Yeah, we we call this economies of scale. That's what that tends to mean. Um, yeah. But like no yes you're right and you know but there's only so many times i can cycle back to it um because like if, if this was the other way around and microsoft was the smaller studio and sony had just bought up a massive player um you would definitely have this kind of underdog effect going on you know, yeah it's like underdog syndrome you'd be like we're the smaller with like the better games but this we just can't compete with this um so, so but i kind i kind of get that that's why these regulators exist to make sure that people don't get bought out and pushed out of um, industries so mm. you know if it goes through then it goes through but uh, you know whatever like we said we, you can't blame them for being defensive about this it's it's a big player in the industry and cod is has for the last decade been a playstation associated title and that's about to stop so and and i, I guess the final thing i'll leave this on tim is that um the way that they speak about cod here like how dominant it is makes me think that maybe this is why they haven't bothered making anything other than a third person action adventure game yeah i mean it's not it sound derogatory i just mean like if they, if they really feel that cod is, is this powerful and this dominant what's the point like yeah. if we made if naughty dog make a first person shooter it's just going to get cannibalized by cod yeah, um, yeah exactly that's why they've always dipped um, into just making story driven games yeah what was the last first-person shooter they made? It was Guerrilla Games, wasn't it? Uh, what was it called? It was like the futuristic shooter. Um, what? Right. Uh, Resistance? Resistance? Uh, no, you're talking about... Um... Oh, it begins with an F. Kill... No, it doesn't. Killzone. I think you're thinking about Killzone. Killzone. Yes, I think you're right. Yeah, Killzone. It begins with an F. That... <laughs> Killzone. <laughs> yeah. Fillzone. Uh... <laughs> 
that's the zone I'd like to be in. Yeah, we're yeah, in the it's, and, and, Exactly, yeah. And, and they stopped making them um, at the end of PS3, right? When they got the COD marketing. They Convenient? I think not. Did they not launch a kill zone for the PS4 launch? I think it was a PS4 launch title. Kill zone. Kill zone. Maybe. But yeah. But yeah, early it PS4 was around days, that they scrapped it, yeah. When they got the um COD marketing. Yeah. Because Xbox literally chewed off their own arms. Mm-hmm. Um and so in retaliate well not in retaliation to all of this, but essentially um Microsoft replied to these statements, you know, especially to the Sony ones, um, and said that uh Activision Blizzard don't have any must haves uh, with respect to console ownerships. Um uh, and then they later clarified that what they when they say must have must have is a legal term and not the val not you know not like a valuation of Activision Blizzard games. So I just thought it was quite funny that Microsoft you know, replied back and they were like, "We don't agree." Yeah, we don't agree. <laughs> like, yeah, like, obviously, like you know, yeah. what I mean? they're about to buy. No, nah, they're nothing. You know, it's just so funny that Sony are like, "Oh, we couldn't possibly like they're so big." But Xbox are like, oh, "This is you know, it's just whatever." Yeah, they're fine. fine. Oh, they're fine, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> push it through. Yeah, get it through. Come on, and then we'll make it exclusive. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> so yeah, it was funny. That that whole saga was very funny. It created a lot of very interesting and funny conversation. Um, you know, there's so many like videos and like titles on YouTube at the moment. You know, I'm no exception. PlayStation is scared of Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> Cod influences so much console choice. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Games it's just it's, 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 it's too good. Uh, yeah, all that's these, right. All uh, these clickbait titles. Yeah. Is it even legal? <laughs> um, yeah. Um, it's a, a very interesting peek behind the curtain. Definitely. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to our next thing. Um, and this is very, very heavy rumor, rumor heavy stuff. Um comes from a Spanish insider who we've mentioned on the show before, um, Ecstasis. Um, again, um, kind of mixed record, uh, but apparently has a corroborated source that there will be a new Elite controller revision. Um, he's called it a version 3, and it will be tied to a major release in 2023. Jess Corden from Windows Central, from the Xbox 2 podcast, stepped in as the, the knight in shining armor that he is, and said, you might see a new Elite controller before then. Ooh. Hmm. Go. Would you like? What would you like, Tim, from a new, ex- a new Elite controller? I would like it to function correctly for more than three months. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that is, you know what? That is a good shout. That's what I would like. I would like my £150 controller to function for at least half a year without deteriorating in my hands. My, my bumper started going, actually, again, for the third time. So this, I'll be on my fourth controller. I don't even know if my insurance is still valid, actually. I need to check. Yeah. And it's not like, we, it's upset, not like we're so. bumper abusers. It's not like we just sit there just pressing it five million times a day. Right. We just use it like a, like a, any other console player would. Well, I, I, am, I, I we use it, I, I imagine, as much as the demographic of the Elite controller is aimed at. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, which is a competitive, a more competitive. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
yeah man that that's literally all i want like i'm very happy with the design and how it feels and like the little settings that you can preset onto it and all this kind of stuff it's fucking great the analog sticks are interchangeable the trigger stops i love it all i just want it to be built better i i, I want it to be built to last and design labs would also be cool Design labs would be cool we've been calling for that for a while yeah that but would that's definitely it. be something I would smash on. I'm not a fussy man. Give me a controller that fucking works. I'd have to buy insurance for, and like redo every like it, it. Literally, is like less than half a year. Like it's it's crazy. It's it's that. It's so hard. To, it's so annoying because it's when it's working. In that six month period, it is the best controller I've ever used, and it's not even close. Yeah, it's um, great. Yeah. But then it just stops working and it's like, this is fucking stupid. And every time it's happened, it's been the exact same problem. My left bumper just becomes unresponsive yeah. and I have to press it really hard to get it to work. And it, I can't believe it's the same problem every time. Mm-hmm. <sighs> stupid. It's so, very, very stupid. We'll see. Just an up in build quality. We've had the conversation about like dual sense triggers or I think, I think Sony actually recently patented a, um, a mechanic for like haptic feedback in a in an analog stick you know that patents don't necessarily go anywhere but i thought that was an interesting idea might be a bit yeah. annoying um yeah it could be kind of cool if you're like walking through like like fucking like mud or something like that or like sand you know it becomes yeah. hard it becomes harder to push the stick as well like you're actually like yeah man that could be kind of cool yeah definitely. yeah and Honestly, I think it's something that I think Xbox has stagnated on for a while. I I think they've nailed the ergonomics of the Xbox One controller. Essentially, that's perfect. But I think they need to they think need about innovation. Yeah. innovating it a little bit, um, which I'm sure they are. Uh, but I would I'd like to see something like that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <clears throat> Next up, Tim. Microsoft gives a, a, the Xbox. No, sorry, I'll start again. <laughs> My, uh, oh. <laughs> Microsoft gives Xbox Series S devs more memory to improve graphics performance. Um, hey, let's go. Yeah, only a little bit. Um, I don't. It isn't specified uh, exactly how much, but to quote, hundreds of additional megabytes of memory are now available to Xbox Series S developers. We could be talking like 400, 500 megabytes. It's obviously not going to be that much because it's a Series S, um, but there have been a few cases of the series s not being able to be not be able to hit its kind of um its marketing thing they've they essentially yeah. it, it's it's marketed as a 1080 60 frames box and there are some games demanding games albeit that can't hit 60 and only do 1080 30 and maybe some devs have been like look if you gave us just a little bit extra wiggle room on the cpu we could make that work mm yeah 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 definitely i mean that seems that's probably exactly what's happened right ready to pop the question the jewelers at blue have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds and they're ready to ship to your door Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Um, especially if it's something that they need to... Um, you know, it's like a marketing statement, like you said. You know, the, the console is... Um, is marketed to do this so you kind of you kind of need to try and try and hit those right otherwise i don't know potential lawsuit in your hands i don't know you can't like falsely advertise a, a product like that so um but it just increases the, the 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 value even more for a for a series s as well to be honest you know it just makes it just that little bit more powerful um and uh the devs can can work with it a bit better which is cool Without a doubt, um, and we've seen this happen before. It happened, um, it happened with the Xbox One back in the day. I don't know if you remember when um, it was getting battered over the head with the uh, the whole power gap narrative, and they cut down the resources dedicated to the OS um, yeah. to free up like ten percent more for the for the. I'm going to say the GPU. Maybe it's the CPU. I can't remember. Same thing. Same things happened to him. Yeah. Um, but as a, as a proud Series S owner, it's still a lovely little console. Um, yeah. But there are definitely some games where I'm like, I will like hop between rooms and I'm like, I don't want to play this because I can't play it in 60 frames. I don't mind that it's not 4K, but it's not in 60 frames and I will not. Like Cyberpunk, that couldn't get to 60 frames on the Series S. And oh, okay. I just, so I, I just could, I just wouldn't play it for that reason. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Yeah, absolutely. Games Pass additions for this month, Tim. We've got Cooking Simulator. If you Ooh. think you're done with simulators, you think you've already power washed all the all those gardens you can. You think you've already lawn the, all the mows? No, mowed all the lawns that you yeah. can. No, now you can cook too on your Xbox Series S for getting Games Pass. God, you Cooking couldn't simulator. have said that with like more of just. <laughs> It's like you didn't have a scramble in your body. You're literally like, and you thought you were done? Well, now you can cook on your Xbox Series S and X. Coming out now. Cut your peppers while you can. It's like, it's so dead inside. God. Um, also, Ghost Recon Wildlands, uh, probably the last good Tom Clancy's game, right? No, Breakpoint that one was, all right. was hype. Yeah, yeah, Wildlands was fine. Yeah, Breakpoint. We played that all right. That was, that was fine. Was Breakpoint. Ironically, the Breakpoint. Yeah, that's right. Wait. Got it. Um, two Point Campus, Turbo Golf Racing, uh, Ge- is that Generations? Generations Rome, Expeditions Rome. Oh, I'm sorry, I need to start getting the names off world trading company and shenzhen io uh they're all pc those last three yeah um cool not, not a massive month to be honest um games pass editions for the last month or two have been a bit yeah. a bit lackluster um I, I like turbo golf racing i think that's a fun edition um and i'm waiting for plague's tale that's going to be really big for me um, and obviously Persona later in the year as well. Plague Tale is um, so October, right? I can never remember. I can never remember. Ow. Um, I think it's October. Um, and obviously Dark Tide would have been another big one, but that's been pushed back. So, um, 
it's just been it's just been meh yeah yeah definitely Metro, uh yeah it's 18th of october yeah yeah so it's, it's further off it's further off than i always think it's a bit closer well it's not but... yeah 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 it's still a couple months away more yeah um what did I miss? Okay, I've just realised I missed a couple of things on the on the intro that I wanted to talk about, but that's fine. We'll just quickly go over them um, yeah. before we go into the Games Pass family plan news, which is obviously very exciting. Um, the first thing being big ups to Sea of Thieves for Season 7 uh, launch. I think that's out now. Um, wonderful. Captaincy update. Tim, you can buy your boat. You know, you can you buy go. it with gold, and then that's your boat. The damage to the boat carries over. It's persistent. It saves it to the server, um, and that includes the stuff you put on the boat. And it's super cute as it is in Sea of Thieves styles. You know, if your boat gets knocked, stuff falls off the shelves, and you have to put it back on. And if you don't do that, obviously you come back next session, and you'll be like, "Oh, that's right, we got battered, and look at all of our shit that's on the floor now." Um, you can buy resources with gold now. You boot in, you buy up on wood, cannonballs, you name it. Um, no more searching for barrels at the beginning of your journey. That's no, nice. you can buy it with gold. Um, there are sovereign outposts at at, um, uh, at at the out. You know where what are they called? You know the, the, just where there are docks with all of the um, fishing merchants. Oh. No, no, just just the normal places. I think they're just called outposts, aren't they? Yeah, they're just outposts. Well, there's a yeah. there's a new trading company there, the Sovereigns, and if you have a boat, so if you're a captain if you're on a boat or in a crew of a captain, mm-hmm. you can hand anything to them and they're right on the pit, like right on the dock. Oh. So there's no more running down the island to anyone. You just park up and you just give it to them. Okay. Don't do that if you're a captain there because they only talk to captains because they're all fancy. And, and, it, and, it, <laughs> and it gives you the reputation for what the appropriate you, faction. Okay. okay. That's nice. Yep. Nice I like that. Life. Um, there were some other bits and bobs that I'm struggling to recall right now, but very nice update, big quality of life, you know, um, the ownership of the boat, buying stuff um, with gold, I think will make a big difference to that. Uh, just just the gameplay loop, really. So, yeah. Very nice. Very nice indeed. Speaking of Xbox's live service games, Halo Infinite is getting a drop pod in August. Um, Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, just a little one, as they are. Um, I don't know when it is in August. I don't think they've given a date yet. But um, essentially, the the highlight here is Team Doubles coming very, very shortly after the drop pod um, to Ranked and Social and Visor Crosscore. It's the first piece of oh. uh, Crosscore armor that they're doing. So all Visors go to all armors. Thank you. That's actually really fucking good. Like, I love that. Brilliant. That's nice. I yeah, remember saying that right on, like, piece. launch of Halo Infinite. Yeah. Yeah. They have to do it piece by piece. Um, and obviously, Visor has got to be the easiest one to do. Um, but that will be coming this month. Um, and they, I think they also said, they mentioned something about um, helmets. They said they're opening up um, helmet attachments on different helmets as well. Oh, okay. Uh, All right, nice. So... So that's like that's kind of like halfway there. So yeah, helmet attachments to you, Omer. There's a little camera, a little GoPro on your head. Oh, I love it. <laughs> your cat ears. You know, you can stick that on other cores now, and um, oh. presumably, let's go. 
let's go <laughs> get it on your rack chassis um so it's a nice start um towards the cross course stuff i understand why people want this i'm not like I'm not like crazy about this. I, I I don't know. This this has never bothered me that much, but I, I understand why people would want it. I'm I'm quite passionate about it, but only in in terms of colours and visors, that sort of stuff. Like I don't need like attachments or like actual pieces of armor to be cross core or something like that. Just just let me have any colour on like it, it's just a color just just let me have that color palette and put it on whatever on core i want yeah, yeah. exactly yeah and that's that fair, visor that's color let me just put that on any core like that's it like that that was my main gripe with the system um more so than anything else deeper um but yeah hopefully the coating will be the next thing because that must be the the next most straightforward thing rather than like you know putting yeah. shoulder pads on you know and like, i think the only thing that would i would be very like that would be very cool to me would be if you, i could like swap and change fractured stuff with other cores like normal cores and i, I think they've already said they're going to keep the fractured stuff separate because yeah. it would be it would just take too long because they're different shapes and sizes which, which plus is fine, it's not but... canon and stuff like that that would trigger people yeah yeah exactly um you know what the halo so... community is like I know, yeah, <laughs> mate. Oh my god! One of the things that happened before this drop pod got announced was I got blocked by a few people. What can I say? I got us blocked. Sorry, mate. Come on, <laughs> man. We got a reputation to uphold. Uh, oh yeah. Well, I'll explain it once we get to the end of the drop pod. But uh, the next thing is uh, the region. Uh, there's, there's been groundwork put in place for region select. Um, some people are like mental about this. They really want to be able to go into other regions presumably that aren't their own maybe i'm like ignorant to this maybe there are reasons that people maybe in in less popular countries would would need this to connect to different regions of maybe low population times i don't know um mm -hmm. good i guess you know i suppose this is going to be helpful for someone or they wouldn't be doing it um you can see your challenges in game oh nice that's cool Not bad no game what is it with this feature no game starts with this feature Games should start with this feature. Yeah. No game ever does. It always comes like a year later. Yeah, I don't know why it's always a stepping stone. Yeah, it's just like people clearly want it and like it, so just put it in from the start. Yeah. Yeah. I can barely remember what I ate for lunch. Like, don't make me remember challenges like going into games, you know? Yeah. It's too much. Uh, but that's pretty much it. And... That's what small pod, that's what drop pods are. Just small little updates, but that's what's coming in August. And then, like season three is due to start in November. Forge flighting is due to start in September, I think. Co-op will be out this month. Is um, this is season three going to be a, a three-month season? They haven't said yet. God, I assume they, they've always is. said they've always said that that's the goal. Um, yeah, that's where they want to be, uh, but they're still you know they're still staffing up um there have been lots of leaks about the new gun you know the bandit rifle that's like a power weapon dmr there's yeah. been stuff about new equipment one of them was like a um like a little projectile that you fire and it pulses like a, a suction like a gravity well i think it was called oh, okay. so it would do like a suction and then it's nothing and then it sucks in like a singularity um, yeah yeah like a little singularity which i thought was pretty cool um that's cool I, th I think there was another thing similar to that maybe one i wonder if you i think it was the same vehicles with that 
That'd be kind of yeah. Cool. You could with oh, the clip okay. that I saw. You could yeah. Oh, nice. Um, and I think there was one that did the opposite thing as well. Um, where you fired it and it periodically bursted outwards, so it's kind of like a repulsor that you could fire. Oh, okay. Um, oh, nice. So, all interesting stuff. I think that that's going to be that's the best stuff they've got to do for equipment in this game. Stuff that fucks with the, the physics because the physics yeah. system is very good in, in Infinite. Um, Absolutely. So we'll see how it all comes together for season three, but at least there's stuff on the horizon now. Um, like I said, with with co-op fully coming out this month, and then Forge, which looks batshit crazy, yeah. um, and then season three finally coming towards the end of the year. Um, so the other thing about Halo, <laughs> the thing that got me blocked from everyone, right, was that there was an interview with Joe Staten, kind of about uh, just what was going on, and you know. Uh, I think he actually got interviewed by someone from Insomniac. I don't know why. I think they were just having a chat. I think it might have been for an event or something, but they were just having a chat. And Joe was saying, you might have seen the stories about it, that you know, Halo was cut back, Infinite was cut back in scale quite severely, which we already knew that it was scaled mm. back quite significantly. Um, and that one of the things that he and the team had cut back very early on was crafting like crafting was on the cards for Halo Infinite, mm -hmm. um, and people were reading into this so much. You know, there was like a particular account who shall not be named who was like, "Look at his body language. They hate him. They don't agree with his views on Halo." Like he was some sort of like martyr, like yeah. in the in the shrubs, like, and it was just mental. And then Joe came out himself and was like, "Just to clarify." Like, we were all on the same... You know, they were like, I can't believe 343 wanted to do crafting. Crafting was going to be in this game until Joe came in and he said, no, I am the monolith of Halo. I And I... You are all idiots, you know. And but Joe came out and was like, just to clarify, because I'm seeing a lot of rumblings, like, nah, we're, this is just an example of something we all agreed shouldn't be in the game. It yeah. was just being, like, tested, like, concepted. And it's like, people are so desperate to just, like, jump on something, you know? Oh, man. I'll never, I'll never understand it. Yeah, it's just what well, it that happens in the gaming community in general, but it's just amplified by like a hundred with Halo. I just, mate, I've said it over and over again. I just, yeah, the Halo man. fans are fucking awful. They really, really <laughs> it's it's scary. It really is. Yeah, I agree. Um. Because I think as well, like, if we had, like, like I try to empathise, I really do. If there was a game franchise that we had and was maybe, like, taken in a bit of a different direction or wasn't executed as well as we'd have liked it to, it would be upsetting, for sure. But I can't imagine myself ever getting this worked up, especially when they've just had a really successful launch, followed by, you know, obviously some disappointment and some difficulties along the way. But generally... Like a, a good successful launch and a good set of bones for this instalment. It's like, right, this is the closest we've had to that old game that we liked back in the day. Yeah. You know, and we've got the promise of, of, of all of these live service features coming slowly and obviously not as good as we would like it to. But, you know, it makes me think about like something like, um, are, are there any franchises that maybe it's that like have Sunbreak, uh, not Sunbreak, just Monsanto Rise, right? Like, it's a franchise taken a different direction, put on a platform that, you know, exclusive to a platform that's not ideal for us. Um, and it was vastly different from World, um, you know, and paid 
it was quite similar to like older style games. Old, it was more mm. old school Monster Hunter than World was. World was very new, new school. Um, but yeah, we didn't we didn't kick up that much of a fuss about it. We still bought the game. We still put hundred plus hours into it. We're we're not like online just like raging and like just like I don't know. I think that's yeah. that's a good example, I guess. Some other examples I can maybe think of are like Borderlands 3. Again, we really liked Borderlands 3, but it, yeah. it wasn't Borderlands 2. And I kind of knew they're going into it. I don't think I, I didn't think it was ever going to be. I think they made some bad decisions, especially with the post-launch content. I think the end game wasn't there when and when the game launched. Um, yeah, and the decision to not like add characters and give us skill trees, that sort of stuff was little little blows. Not enough, again, not enough for me to just go mental like these. To just do. never stop. Exactly. Like, to never stop. And like. <laughs> My reaction to that was like, oh, that sucks. Like, I do like new characters. Like, Gage and Krieg were so cool. But, like, I'll take a new skill tree. Like, it's still pretty cool. Yeah. Where these guys are just like, look at his body language. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I cannot believe it. They've fallen out. They don't talk. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's probably... Somebody cheating. save that man. Yeah. yeah. He's probably going to cheat on his wife. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's unbelievable. <laughs> it's, really... <laughs> it's fucking insane, dude yeah so that that was it um so sorry we got blocked by a few people but yeah. that's cool they're not i am the bastion of truth probably want to talk to anyway so it's fine <laughs> yeah all right let's move on um to the game pass family plan then this was obviously um out of nowhere that was weird jess Corden reported on this earlier in the year i'm pretty sure maybe even at the end of last year um and we've, we've kind of had it in the back of our minds since then, but Xbox have said we're rolling out uh, an Xbox family plan to insiders in Ireland and Colombia, uh, which allows you to add up to four people to share Games Pass Ultimate benefits. So this is only, from what I can tell, for Games Pass Ultimate. This is going to cost $25. So I've tried to do a little, like, a bit of backward engineering to figure out how much that, what that means for us. I think that's twenty one pound or twenty ninety nine. Um, okay. And the reason I've come to that conclusion is because one month of Games Pass Ultimate is fourteen ninety nine dollars, but ten pound and ninety nine, so twenty four ninety nine down to twenty ninety nine. Um, okay. So, what do we think, Tim, about this family plan? Um, is this is this good? Would you get use out of this? Would you use this? Uh, yeah, and obviously, pretty good value. Do Do you think it's it's pretty good? Actually, quite good that all of like me and you and all of our friends became brothers last week, didn't we? Really helpful that actually. I think that's quite good. It's good timing for us to all become brothers, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. I can't believe when I dug through my family tree and saw your name. That, that was crazy. And that just last week you saw that. Yeah. Oh, I was meant to such a good time. That was so crazy, dude. <laughs> absolutely mental. Um, <laughs> it took me a while to catch on that. <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah. It's. I mean, I don't see a negative with this, right? It's just. It's just better value for money, like right. Yeah, I think so. I mean, like the only th the only thing I guess I'm worried about is that if if like the host or you know like the, the that there's got to be a person right who's, who's running it like the yeah, admin of the yeah, subscriber, yeah. Uh, the mod. Uh, yeah, like do they have 
any like anything else that other people don't have like that concerns me a little bit like can i just opt out for example like if i'm part of someone's can i just opt out by myself if i want to yeah um like how will like the like games pass like rewards work and you know you get little drops of content for like games pass and stuff like that like if you have games pass you can get like this assault rifle skin on halo infinite or something like that yeah, perks. yeah, yeah, will, yeah will that will that go for to only the host or will that go to every single account in the family plan yeah 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 these are some good questions there are a couple of things that i'd like to know about that but i i guess maybe if we kind of turn our attention towards the price um given that one month of game pass ultimate is 11 pound for us and this would presumably be 21 pound for us that's already like like very good value like yeah. it has no right being that cheap if, even if you have two people you're saving a bit of money yeah yeah absolutely yeah the value is crazy. three people four people five people that's you know you, you, we if we did it with our friends circle for example you know we could essentially be paying like four pound a month as yeah. opposed to 11 yeah that's um, mental yeah and that, that's assuming there isn't a yearly, you know, package that we could buy, which would presumably be a little bit cheaper. Yeah. So I, I suppose the interesting angle here is that number one, like kind of the, the, the behavioral effects that this sort of package creates. Like, for example, with Beth, with my wife, um, we will, uh, if there's a game she wants to play, she will, I'll like get her a month of Games Pass to like, play that like every now and then whenever that happens yeah and now i'm like considering like do i want to just do a family one and keep a space which would be yeah which would be more expensive because i'm like is that rope am i spent now spending more money that maybe i wouldn't otherwise be spending do you know what i mean i'm like <laughs> i'm like not if you get other people in on it not if like i'm in that right. family plan too and so is like one of our other friends and then there's a seat for beth there too and you um exactly then it becomes yeah, better value for money, yeah. So I, I wonder, I guess, how many people like would convert... Like, would someone... I would end up converting someone else, like, by proxy almost, right? Someone yeah. who maybe uses Game Pass every now and then just to be like, oh, you can just join my plan. And as a result, Xbox actually get more profit out yeah. of that. That's yeah, pretty they, interesting. They get more passive income, yeah, definitely. Mm. And then the other side of this is the whole game sharing thing right that's been a th that's been like a weird thing hasn't it this gen where it's mm. just it started happening and everyone xbox and playstation were too scared to be to like stop it happening because <laughs> yeah. they're like the pr will be too bad and it's messy and maybe xbox have just looked at this and be like we can't really stop this let's just embrace it and put a good group deal in so that maybe people who are game sharing will just share a games pass and save a very small amount of money and that yeah. way they're both locked into the ecosystem and they can add people for and save more on it yeah right yeah it kind of makes sense yeah it's just it's turning a bit of a bad situation profit wise into just making a bit more profit right without like you said without um hurting public stance or anything like that yeah it seems like quite a smart move yeah but I think uh, Joaquin said something, again, which was pretty insightful in the chat here. Uh, I'm still hoping for more iteration on their tiers. I subbed to ESO, Fallout 76, and World of Warcraft. You're a fucking trooper, Damn, man. Look man. at you. <laughs> so you have the Fallout, uh, what's it called? <laughs> the 
the Fallout Pass, the, the annual pass they do. Yeah, I know the one you're talking about, but yeah. So expensive, that. It's like, I thought that was like 70, 80 quid or something. Got to get your uh, Fallout fixed, dude. That's crazy. Um, not to mention, I buy almost all of Xbox Studios DLC and Battle Passes. I'd like a tier that encompasses all of that. I think that's a really good point, actually. Um, yeah. Like a, a hyper premium, you know, like Xbox Diamond games, Games First Diamond. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you get. I don't know if they'd ever do that. Though. You get like EA Access and you get like the Ubisoft one and all that sort of stuff. Is that what you're talking about? Just have it. Oh, and you're talking about like in game, like in-game seasonal stuff like tied into like an overall uh, yeah. subscription yeah that'd it, be it depends interesting how, it, it depends what we're talking about because if we're talking about let's pretend that dlcs aren't part of this because i think that's quite a hard sell but let's say it's yeah. all first party battle passes and all first party subscription services as part of games pass yeah so like yeah yeah so Fallout 76 board of warcraft which be now as well blew my mind um yeah at, like halo battle passes and let's say i don't know like 40 quid a month it would have to be a lot right? yeah it would have to be a lot for that yeah yeah because i mean the entire point in games pass oh, is really to have this flat subscription fee and then upsell for things like that right when you're on the game so if you want to tie that into the subscription fee for games pass itself yeah you're gonna to have to bump it up to you know, match the upsell that they're going for when people subscribe to Games Pass. Um, yeah. I think that's a really interesting point. I mean, we, we have spoken about, um, we have spoken about like what we think about kind of iterations, uh, you know, different tiers. Like I kind of, I like, but I don't like how PlayStation have done it. I, I like kind of the simplicity. Maybe simplicity isn't the right word. I do like a tiered approach, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Mm. Although I think they're, the, the way they've done it has made it quite confusing. You, know, if you, you can listen back to me last week getting fucking yeah. like, absolutely twisted, like trying to... I mean, you still uh, couldn't right now. It. Tell me the tiers. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, essential. Mm-hmm. You always Extra. struggle. Yeah, yeah. And uh, premium. Yeah. Did it. Let's go. And then they've got a super <laughs> secret one called Plus Ultra. <laughs> they've got deluxe in some countries as well, don't they? Yeah. Actually, yeah, like they a do. burger. Yeah. Um, I, I think there is room for that, Wacky, and I think that's a really, really interesting point. Um, I think there probably is something you could do there. I mean, yeah, like you said, you would pay forty dollars a month. Um, yeah, I, I guess my problem, like looking at it from their angle, is that you're going to buy this stuff anyway. Exactly. <laughs> like if I if I Microsoft, I'm not giving you a deal because I'm already giving you a deal. Well, um, that's what I was saying. Was that it has to kind of equal the upsell because Games Pass is upsell, right? You 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 buy Games Pass to go on the games, and then, um, and then you buy the DLCs, you buy the the mm-hmm. in-game items. You know, Games Pass is all about upsell. You know, that's why free-to-play games work so well in it, and all that sort of stuff. Um, not free-to-play games. What am I saying? That doesn't make sense. But like, <laughs> it is. Yeah, it, it, it's all about upsell. That's why they never put DLCs in it. Um, so it would have to be a subscription fee that saves you a small amount of money. It won't be astronomical, like by any means. Um, otherwise, they're just losing out. Um, yeah. Because, like you said, you're buying the stuff anyway. 
So they yeah, don't need it's, to it's convert a, you. It's a really interesting sort of a really interesting thought because it, it would only appeal to such a small amount of people who who loved all of Xbox's games just inherently, right? Like regardless yeah. of what they put out, I'm playing that. Uh, but maybe like a pick and choose, right? Like a like a pick and mix. Yeah, like tick I, tick the box. Yeah, I yeah, want ESO. Right. I want Fallout. Yeah, yeah bundle maybe. that in. Yeah, get, why not? Get that in. Yeah, get that in. And it's yeah, I think you there is pretty, something yeah. that could do that. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think there is something that could be done there for sure. Um, but this is a wonderful step in the right direction, I think, with the, the family plan. Um, mm-hmm. Especially by the time you know I've got once my kid has opposable thumbs. You know, like object, <laughs> object permanence. You know, uh, I think that will be great for us to all have. But then, obviously, that like it, I would have to break our game sharing to do it. So this is why they're being really sneaky. Xbox are being really sneaky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'd have to have my home console. But um, if you'll be starting it up there anytime soon, you let me know. We'll uh, we'll work something out. Talking to me right now. I'm talking to you. I'm not talking to our audience. Yeah, I'm just like no. <laughs> random, random people. Like, do you want to join my plan? <laughs> click on click this link to join my plan. I can't believe I found all of you on my family tree this morning. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Um. Okay, let's move on. I'm getting very hot. Yeah, it's quite warm. I don't have, have time actually. So I'm still a bit sick. Um. Like, it's so weird. Like I've just. It's one of those illnesses where I'm like, I sleep and I wake up and I'm like, oh, that was like a nice nap. And I move and I'm like, and I'm like covered in sweat. And I'm like, oh, why? Yeah. Well, why because you're, am you're, I sweating so much? That's what your body does. It's a defense mechanism. You sweat out the illness. It's a fucking stupid one. It's not. It's actually really clever. No, it's stupid. It's not stupid. <laughs> You'd be ill for so like much it. longer if it didn't do that. That's why we just need to drink rum and just get through it. You know? Oh my god, that's the real such terrible advice. Do not listen. <laughs> the worst advice: drink water. It's just medicinal. Gin, maybe actually. No, maybe water. <laughs> rum especially, and water. That's pretty gross. Especially if you're sweating that much, you need to rehydrate. <laughs> Jesus, man. You just have out here giving terrible advice. (laughs) Okay, what have we got? Jason Schreier. Jason Schreier had a scoop about Blizzard, Tim, um, over Scoops Ahoy. Bloomberg. Yeah, Scoops Ahoy, exactly. Um, Blizzard and NetEase cancelled a mobile World of Warcraft MMORPG, codenamed Neptune. It was in development for three plus years, and it wasn't a direct port of World of Warcraft, but it was a spin off set in the same universe, cancelled for business reasons. Bit weird, don't it? Mobile World of Warcraft, Blizzard. What the fuck? It got cancelled. Th- it's been developed for three years, yeah. plus four years, maybe. Maybe they mm. saw what happened to Diablo Immortal, and they were like, Ey-y-y-y. "Let's uh, let's cut our losses. Maybe we shouldn't release <laughs> two of these in the same year." <laughs> yeah, maybe they didn't help. Yeah, for yeah. sure. That wouldn't have been ideal, would it? If the acquisition goes through and the first thing that Blizzard put out is a fucking World of Warcraft mobile game. That would not have been a good look. No, that would have been terrible. Blizzard also cancelled a Warcraft mobile game based on geolocation a la Pokemon Go. Bloomberg earlier reported uh, the game, codenamed Orbis, had been in development for years. Um, So they had a lot of mobile stuff going on here. 
Um, and they've all been cancelled now. Um, is this sussy timing? Is it a bit sus that, uh, you know, this acquisition's going through? Has somebody slipped behind the back door and be like, you fucking, you put this to bed right now. No, Stop that wouldn't be a thing. Xbox don't have Still, like Microsoft don't have the powers. To just uh, like, switch knife. Yeah, you're cancelling these mobile games now. We haven't bought them yet, <laughs> but you're cancelling this shit. No, uh, that's not. They're obviously not allowed works. to. They're obviously not allowed to interfere yet. But I, I can't help but feel that. I mean, maybe uh, I, I don't actually know when this happened. I assume this has maybe happened in the last couple of months, which is why it's being reported on now. But um, the timing is a bit odd, right? Maybe, maybe it's the other way around. Maybe it was. Uh, it was kind of like internal outwards rather than you know outwards um, out out to in in that Blizzard were like oh we don't need to make yeah. a mobile gacha game now to like you know it, it, it generate lots of funding because Papa Microsoft is coming to fatten the wallets but know? again they they wouldn't preemptively cancel all this stuff before a deal goes through. It's it's a Maybe. bit risky. It's a bit yeah. of a risky business move, especially if something's been in development for three years, three plus years. Should just be like, ah, oh, Microsoft might buy us. This might go through, so let's cancel it. Uh, I don't know. I just think they probably. Mm. I don't know. Maybe it just didn't turn out how they expected, and they didn't like the PR they got from Diablo, and they were just like, if we release two of these in the same year, people are gonna think we're a joke. Um, we have kind of a reputation to uphold a little bit. Yeah, well, supposedly, um, supposedly one of the main reasons that it was cancelled, the first one, the Warcraft mobile game, uh, was about disagreements over the financial terms of the title. Um, don't know any more details than that, but okay. business reasons, essentially. Jeez. Then there were a couple of other tidbits from Jason, uh, in which he tweeted another fun but minor Blizzard tidbit that I haven't seen reported anywhere yet, a bunch of people are playing an early build of Diablo 4 right now, thanks to friends and family alpha test. Players are under NDA, but I'm hearing a mostly positive buzz. Can't tell surprise, that game looks absolutely brilliant. Yeah, yeah, I, I'd be so surprised if people just played that game early and were like, nah, it's not what it's cut out to be. I mean, sure, trailers have tricked us before, and gameplay trailers and slices have done that before, but... I just it was a thorough trailer that exactly. we got, like we saw a lot. Yeah, and it just oh dude, I was that game looks so good. God. That game looks extraordinary. It does. It does. And that's going to be the next big 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 thing for for us, I imagine. Um like a social game uh, maybe. Yeah, I think so. Uh beyond, you know, I I'm not uh, I'm, I'm confident in saying that this will go beyond things like, you know, Redfall and Vermintide. Like, this is going to be a full-on live service game. Um, Absolutely. Which is the sort of game that will really suit me as a as a new dad, I think. <laughs> uh, they can be quite grindy, though. Yeah, but it, Diablo is very like, hop in, hop out. Easy. Maybe not with, like, all world bosses and stuff like that now. Maybe those will take a bit more time, but yeah. And I'm I'm interested to see what they do with Diablo because one of the things, as much as I do like Diablo, I've always been a bit um, put off by how reliant they are on macro strategy rather than micro strategy. In the sense that most, like most of your success in a level is determined by your build. Yeah. Like there's no mechanical skill really. 
no. like positioning a little bit maybe that's kind of it um i'm interested to, and I, I i noticed that in um I know you can like dodge roll in Diablo 3, but I don't think there's like, there's not like iframes or anything. You just kind of reposition with it. Whereas in Diablo 4, it seems that there's actually a dodge mechanic. And I don't know if that actually has like iframes and stuff. I'd be interested for Diablo 4 to have a, a bit more micro strategy. Um, yeah, that'd be kind of nice. Things. Yeah. Looking forward to seeing. Agreed. I'd like that. Um, and then, Tim. Yes. Your boy. That's me. I am your boy. Ask Jason Schreier himself. Have you heard anything else about the survival game New IP? Last you said you heard internal positive buzz for that one as well. Sounds exciting. Got back to me. <laughs> me and Jason, we're tight nowadays. We go way we're back. Close two peas in a pod. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, uh, yep, people have a lot of respect for Craig, uh, Craig Amy, the director behind it. That didn't really give me much, but you know, that's fine. I'll, hang, I'll hold on to that. Um, yeah. Still very, very excited. I'll hold on that. to that framed in my bedroom above my bed <laughs> yeah thanks jason we're, we're meeting for dinner later actually it's a nice guy top top luck you didn't invite me wow there goes your family uh, what plan, uh, fucking <laughs> yeah all out the window um Joaquin asked in the chat actor games are typically 70 dollars if your film do you make that the new uniform price across all your studios or do you now lower the price of activision uh Activist games and lose money So, Activist games would just become part of the Games Pass ecosystem, wouldn't they? Theoretically, they would. But yeah. nonetheless, you know, do you, you know, on a per sale price, do you think that they would be Xbox what? would keep them that? Because they Xbox seem. Oh no! I was going to say what like have like a first party discount. I don't think that's a thing. Well, no, it's it's more that Xbox seems to be going out their way to keep their games at sixty. Um, they oh, haven't okay. pushed their first party games up to seventy yet. Um, okay. And you know, do you, do you think that they would push the price up to match that, or do you think they are going to pull the activism, you know, the activist numbers down? Obviously, yes, most people are going to access them via Games Pass, but but it's it's a big debate at the moment, isn't it, with Sony pushing their first parties up to seventy, yeah. and Xbox are not doing that yet. Yeah, I mean, it just comes down to to xbox themselves right if if that's the direction they want to take i don't think the publisher has you know anything to say about that you know if you've been purchased and you're you're under the xbox umbrella and they're like you, your games will be 60 quid you know it's not like actively is going to be like no we wanted to be 70 yeah but if you're phil do you think you do that though um you, the thing is if i'm phil i do i put the i put all the bumps 70 uh potentially yeah i mean it's it's hard to say because for now we we haven't uh taken that route but then once we have more sway in the market and stuff like that maybe we will um yeah what i mean what i would do is i would if it all uh like lined up correctly the activision blizzard good deal goes through games pass family plan is ready to go you know it's done the testing good to go we do a tiny showcase, dump all of these Activision Blizzard games into Games Pass, maybe with like a new announcement. Here's Games Pass Family Plan. Wow, look at all of this Games Pass value. And, the, and then from then, all first party, you know, AAA games are up to 70. Um, mm-hmm. Just to match the model. Um, there's a whole debate about 
whether that should be happening or shouldn't be happening it's the way everything's going whether it's right or wrong is a different discussion i think but yeah you're probably right inflation is a thing mm-hmm. um but if they can continue to provide value in games pass i think we can probably you know make that leash a little bit longer can't we especially yeah. with the whole day in day if they do that like i said that massive actively games dump into games pass you know it softens the blow yeah Agreed. Yeah, I think you're probably right. I think that's probably probably the route they'll take. And yeah, they probably will bump it up to 70 to match. Um, I think everyone's going to bump up their stuff to 70 um, moving forward, next-gen stuff. Um, yeah, that's about, the thing as well. I don't know about Nintendo, but... <laughs> yeah, maybe probably not. When the Switch 2 um, comes out. Yeah, if... That, that, that console is on track to becoming like the most sold console of all time. Yeah, I know. Which is crazy. so which is so I don't even I can't even think of the right adjective to describe how that makes me feel because it's it's a damn it, it just it's just perfect for for their demographic do you know what I mean it's just yeah. perfect yeah that's that's what it is it's like if you think of a Nintendo player they may as well their DNA may as well be a, a Switch yeah <laughs> you know just I mean? molded into a Switch um yeah. yeah no yeah like absolutely um yeah, it's a good console, man. And it's just so easily accessible, and it's just... Yeah, I don't know. I've got a, l- I've got a lot of problems with that console, but I like it. it like, it, it's... Per- at what it's trying to do, it's perfect at it, and it's... Um, yeah. It's clearly succeeding, so... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. I think we're on to our last story of the day. Okie dokie. And I will say, if you're still here, if you're still listening... Give us a like, you know, we've had a couple of viewers today. That's been lovely. Thank you for talking to us into the chat. Give us a like, it really helps us out. Um, subscribe if you haven't done so already. And hey, you can, I, honestly, people always say, like, hit the notification bell. Like, is the, I'm assuming the algorithm rewards that, but you don't have to do that. Honestly, I haven't done that with anyone. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have the notification bell activated for anyone. No, yeah, it essentially just it just pings like your phone and devices to when you're live or when a video comes out or anything like that i get that anyway really yeah like i randomly just get stuff on my phone that's like oh these people are live and it's like i definitely haven't hit any sort of bell that's weird yeah that's weird i don't get that in my head dude in my head yeah it's kind of (laughs) sus man all right so quakecon is later in august um, and Redfall and Deathloop are poised to be there. Let's go. What does that mean? What does that mean, do you think? I think it means that we'll see more Redfall gameplay and learn more about it. Um, and I also think we'll get a release date for uh, Deathloop, which is rumoured to be in September, isn't it? Um, That'd be nice, yeah. Let's go stealth drop. It's going to be a stealth drop. <laughs> Let's uh, go. No, yeah, we'll we'll just get a confirmed uh, release date for for Deathloop, um, making its way to. I hope so. I hope so because that would be one of the um, that into Games Pass is going to be one of the big games. This is one of the games I'm like most excited about for the back half of this year. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm excited to play that game. Yeah. So yeah, and I guess my other question too, you know, if we do see more about Redfall, I mean. I, I'm assuming this is going to be more like 
vidoc you know it's going to be like more development a developer um documentary kind of style because the segment it's a half an hour segment called bringing redfall to life with arcane austin um where quote the team of arcane austin takes you inside their upcoming squad based vampire shooter with new insights gameplay details and more so we might get a new thing here or there but i don't know if we're going to be getting like a new gameplay trailer or gameplay walkthrough maybe we do and in which case tim my question to you is what like what would you have to see to get like because we're like both we've got like a, a bit of a buzz on about red redfall Mm. But we we do need to see more. I want to understand what makes a you know an arcane game. Um, you know what what is going to make this really fun. So what would you need to see? I would just like to see kind of a a decent chunk of a mission playthrough. Um, I don't need to see like how like uh, like gun drops and loot and skills work necessarily uh i would just like to see yeah just like a mission kind of brought to life like a 15 minute segment not not scripted not anything like that because you know what makes arcane games great is all the different routes and options you can take when approaching a mission and i'd like to see some of that come to life and just be like oh i can go up into this apartment building and like snipe out this window or i could like lift up this sewer hatch and go underneath and do all that sort of stuff that's what i want to see i want to see how they approach all that style of the game so i feel like that's just that's the arcane magic that's a great shout yeah i um, am you know and what because one of the things we've got to bear in mind we keep forgetting, but this is Arcane's first foray into an open world game. This is the first one. Um, yeah. And I, I want to understand what that looks like, how that plays, how that flows. So, yeah, take me through a mission through that open world. Um, you know, where am I finding these, you know, these different enemy factions? How are they engaging? Are they engaging? Like, what am I finding? What's the loot like, you know? I guess because we've seen bits and bobs. We've seen people using abilities. We've seen people doing shooting. We've seen people go to funny looking place. And, and those are all things which you could put into a, you know, like a Back for Blood, Left for Dead game. And that's what's creating this, um, like, kind of confusion of identity for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, so show us how it all stitches together. I think. Exactly. Yeah. Don't, don't show us chopped and sliced up gameplay. Just give us, like, a continuation, like, mission. Just, yeah. 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 That's what I want. Yeah sure and this may or may not be the place for it um but nonetheless it sounds like we're going to be getting some details um quake remake stealth drop mm. nah nah, nah, probably <laughs> unless... nah nah probably not but maybe unless nah nah probably not <laughs> but like <laughs> maybe but if you no. if you think about it that way, yeah, I mean, mate, it's possible. There's, I mean, I'm sure there's one <laughs> in fourteen trillion that it could happen. Where's Doctor Strange at? Yeah, where do you where do you need? Where's Doctor <laughs> Strange to announce Quake remake? Yeah, show me exclusive. show me the multiverse when we get it. Yeah, Come exclusive on. to X Cloud. Oh Jesus. God. Okay, we did it, Tim. That's all the news. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That was quite a hefty Um, episode, wasn't it? We we did quite quite a lot of stuff. But, yeah, we've still only come in at 146. I think we've gotten a lot better at at timings. Yeah. yeah. Um, So, this is good. It's a lot more digestible. Agreed. Anyway, 
Tell any any closing hit hit the jingle. Oh yeah. Right now. Oh yeah. <laughs> Lovely. Um, any closing thoughts, Australian Tim? <laughs> <laughs> nah, nothing from me, mate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, if you've listened to us um, on your favourite podcasting service, go ahead and you know hit five stars, hit a like thing. Uh, sorry, I'm not familiar with a lot of the services other than Spotify. I don't really know, you know how you show your approval. But if you could do that, if you could show your approval, that'd be really amazing. Thank you so much. If you're on YouTube, hi. Give us a like, please. Subscribe. All of that good stuff. That'd be, yeah. We'd really appreciate that. We're tiny. We're growing, though. Yeah. No, we really appreciate that. Thank you in the chat. That was a lot was of fun. Literally just about to say that. Yeah, thanks for the thanks for the live viewers and the comments. You know, it's always nice to sort of take a break from the news and read a comment and go off on a little tangent like that. So we do appreciate your comments. Yeah. Yeah, you're making our lives easier by doing that. So hopefully we'll see you here next week. Um, other than that, um, we will catch you all next Sunday. We hope you have a good week. Um, and play some play some good old video games. Play Cooking Simulator. That's fun. Yeah, do it. Take a Make break it. from Power Washing Simulator and play Cooking Simulator. Do yourself <laughs> a favour. It'll make all the difference, I promise really make that dark void in your heart just go away wrap it up dude <laughs> wrap it up <laughs> alright everyone catch you later <laughs> bye 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 <laughs> hi I'm Daniel founder of Pretty Litter did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain I learned this the hard way after losing my cat Gingy so I created Pretty Litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.